welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and overcome disordered eating. And I'm Harriet Frew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist. And I'm so excited to share with you all kinds of stories, tips, information and guest interviews to help you on your journey in finding peace with food. So thank you so much for listening today. So today it's a bite-sized episode and I'm going to talk about how to deal with Christmas party anxiety all around body image because it's that time of year where you may be going out with your work colleagues, maybe going out with friends or family, you've got different events coming up and you're feeling that pressure to be looking at your best, wanting to sort of show up, wanting to feel good, wanting not to be judged by other people and you're in that place where you are so tempted to go on the mad pre-Christmas diet so that you can let loose a bit over the Christmas period. Okay, so I'm going to be talking through today how we can manage this body image Christmas anxiety and how to kind of help ourselves so we don't fall into the old traps that we have probably fallen into many times before. So let's get to it. I'm gonna talk about nine different points. So number one, now is not the time to go on a diet. Well, actually there's never a good time to go on a diet because we know diets don't work. (laughs) They don't work sustainably. But I think particularly this time of year before Christmas, it is not a helpful time to be going on a crazy diet because you know what will happen. You're very, very likely to end up in a horrible, bingy place or a miserable, deprived place if you venture down that road. And I know many of my clients fall into this trap sometimes of going on the big restriction in the lead up to Christmas and then it comes to the week before Christmas maybe when you're out with your friends or even kind of Christmas day suddenly there's loads of food available and actually because you've been so deprived for so many weeks understandably you just think right that's it I'm gonna go for it now and you end up in your own mind kind of blowing it eating everything in sight feeling completely out of control not feeling good about yourself, not feeling good about your body, and then it's a massive distraction from just being able to kind of enjoy the Christmas period. And I guess if you're not someone who tends to fall into that kind of bingey cycle, maybe you're someone who will just continue to try and restrict over Christmas, and that can just be such a miserable, deprived, horrible place to be in. And when you're so focused on how you're going to look, what other people are going to think. It just takes you away from all those special memories and all the nice things that can be associated with Christmas. But let's be honest as well, Christmas can be quite a challenging time of year. So I think compassion to everyone listening. It's not always the easiest time. And it's a time as well when there's so much pressure to be having the best time of your life, to be connecting with friends and family. And we see all the stuff on social media, media, don't we, about the kind of perfect Christmas. So it can make you feel massively kind of triggered and lonely and feel as though you're missing out or that you're not good enough can trigger all those feelings. So number one, don't go on the crazy diet before Christmas. It is not worth it. Number two, so if you're going to a particular event, maybe you're going to a Christmas party, maybe going to a meal out or something, try and focus on how you want to feel at that event. So think about the memories that you want to create. Think about the people you want to talk to. Think about if you want to be like dancing, if it's that kind of event. Think about the whole experience and really kind of visualize and think about how you want to feel. 
So I know I'm going to a Christmas party in a few weeks and I am definitely not thinking about what I'm going to be wearing. <laughs> That's probably the least of my concerns at the moment. But what I'm thinking about when I have the vision of the Christmas party and how I want to feel at the event, I'm thinking about going there, being energetic, being happy, being, being smiling, feeling sort of positive and upbeat. I'm thinking about having a couple of deeper conversations maybe with people that I don't really know very well because of I always really like to understand people better, learn more about them. And, um, you know, it's always a great opportunity, isn't it, when you're at these social events. And I'm also perhaps looking forward to having some more funny, light-hearted conversations, perhaps with people that I don't really know so well. And just, you know, just having a bit of a chat, just getting to know people a little bit better. I'm looking forward to having a dance. I'm hoping for my favourite kind of music. I'm hoping that it's going to be fun. There's going to be a good sort of vibe in the place and that everyone's going to be sort of up for letting loose on the dance floor. And I guess I'm hoping to feel a bit Christmassy because I think, I know for me, and I don't know about for you, but I think the anticipation of Christmas is often the good bit. <laughs> I think sometimes it can be massively um, an anti-climax when we kind of reach Christmas Day, it's meant to be this amazing day, etc., etc. And I think it's often the kind of build up to Christmas, which can feel a bit more magical and a bit more special. So when I'm thinking about going to my Christmas do in a few weeks, these are all the things that I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about my body. I'm not really thinking about food. I'm thinking about how I want to feel and the memories I want to create. Okay, number three, make sure that you're going to wear something that's comfortable and flattering. So don't try and dye it into a dress that you wore two or two years ago after a restrictive, miserable pre-Christmas diet. So wear something for the body you have now and go for some glitter or colour or just something that you feel good and comfortable in. Now I know for myself, when I'm going to my Christmas party, I've got a kind of silver dress that I quite like, but it's um, quite sort of like loose fitting. I haven't got to worry about not being able to breathe in it. Um, it's quite sparkly as well, so it kind of makes me feel quite Christmassy and in the mood, but at the same time, I feel very comfortable in it, okay? So you really want to just think about wearing something that you can relax in, that you haven't got to think about. You don't want to be thinking about something, um, if something is really, really fitted and tight and that you're going to be uncomfortable after you've eaten and you can't breathe properly, and, and it's just not worth it, okay? You just go for kind of comfort and also wearing something, though, that you like and that you feel it's flattering and you feel, can feel good in. And maybe you might need to like get yourself something before Christmas, but you could always have a look on somewhere like Vinted or eBay, um, or even have a look at your sort of local charity shops, or even just like buy like a new top. It doesn't have to be massively expensive or something, but something so you can like feel good and feel that you're gonna be kind of, um, yeah, you know, feeling better in your body image. And I think what's really important as well is in the lead up to the event as well. Maybe like just try something on so you're not like having that massive panic attack like, um, you know, in the days before. You know, try something on, make sure it fits, make sure it's comfortable, make sure you perhaps think about um, what shoes and accessories you're going to kind of wear with it. Um, maybe as well, if you are not feeling that you want to massively invest in the clothes side of things, maybe you could get your nails done, you could do your makeup, your hair, you could wear some nice jewellery could do whatever is 
whatever for you, I guess, makes you feel a bit more kind of vibrant, a bit more kind of special, a bit more that you've kind of got your Christmas vibe going. Now, I know for me, um, I love wearing makeup, but I would never be bothered to get my nails done. I just cannot be fussed with it. I don't really wear much jewellery because it always just irritates me and I get it caught and everything. So it's finding what works for you. And we're all individual, okay, and there's no right or wrong here. And I think when you are getting ready and you are looking in the mirror, when you're sort of trying your outfit on a few weeks before, make sure as well that you're showing up and not being really mean and unkind to yourself. What we often do when we look in the mirror is we scrutinize our perceived worst body parts. We look at those with laser focus. We don't look at the whole of ourselves. We don't look at the background and we get a very, very distorted view, okay? So make sure that you are being kind to yourself and being kind of complimentary and more accepting of yourself. Okay, so all things to think about. Number four, so on the day of the event, smile, stand tall, put your shoulders back and exude confidence even if you don't feel it. Now, I think we've all been in situations before where we've turned up to something, maybe we're just not feeling that great. We end up like standing in the corner, very close body language, we don't really talk to anyone, we don't really make eye contact with anyone, and then we kind of leave and we haven't really engaged and we feel lonelier than ever, okay? Now, I know that a lot of people feel anxious about going to parties and social events. It's very, very common, okay? And a lot of people are very anxious about starting conversations or being the first to initiate something. So be the one that is brave, stand tall, smile, actually start a conversation, be open, okay? Remember, everyone's in the same boat. Not everyone is confident at all. And it's such a lovely thing. Like I can think of um, circumstances I've been in where someone has started a conversation with me and has been really open and chatty and that's just been really lovely and refreshing. And um, always just really nice to experience that from another human. So number five, so in addition to not going on some mad crazy diet just before Christmas, you also want to really make sure that you avoid any self-sabotaging behaviors around your body image in the lead up to the event, okay? So this means not jumping on the weighing scales, okay? Not measuring your body, not going and looking in the mirror every day and seeing how your body has changed, okay? Because if you do these self-sabotaging behaviors, you're going to be so focused on your body image. Because you think about it, you know, we have 60,000 plus thoughts a day. A lot of these thoughts are repetitive and our thoughts are so impacted by what we expose ourselves to in our environment and what we focus on. So I've said this before on this podcast, you know, if, if I had a spider phobia and then I started looking for spiders in the room that I'm in at the moment, I would find spiders. And then I'd probably say to you, see, there's spiders everywhere. You can't get away from spiders. Okay, but I would be looking for spiders and finding the evidence for them, okay? And in that slightly kind of distorted view of reality, because if probably if I looked hard enough, I'm gonna find a spider somewhere, okay? So again, if you are focusing on your body in a very negative way, and you're doing that multiple times a day, you're gonna have a lot of thoughts around your body, it's gonna create a lot of negative feelings, like anxiety, guilt, disgust, things like that. It's gonna lead to behaviors such as restrictive eating, dieting, possibly binge eating, over-exercise, all those horrible things which then leads you back to more negative thoughts and it's a horrible, horrible cycle, 
Okay, so really take an active step to take a step back, avoid those self-sabotaging behaviors. I think as well that really means avoiding as well looking on Instagram or TikTok at people's perfect Christmases and people's perfect Christmas parties, okay? Because you're gonna be really triggered. You know, you gotta remember that as we all know, it's just a snapshot. These are like the highlights of someone's life. And probably not going to feel that great if you're going and comparing your normal everyday with someone else's kind of highlight reel. So really be very, very active in avoiding those self-sabotaging behaviors. It will have a big impact on your well-being. Okay, time for a short advertisement break. Have you had a lifelong struggle with your weight and gone down the bariatric surgery route? Have you been caught in the diet cycle, losing and gaining the same weight repeatedly? And perhaps you pinned all of your hopes on bariatric surgery, but to only realize that head hunger, food noise, and emotional eating have returned along with the fear of weight regain. You are not alone on the Gastric Mindset Podcast. Safi shares real life stories from people who have had weight loss surgery, and she interviews experts to help you understand the deep rooted psychological and behavioral aspects that make it achievable to find long-term weight loss success. Safi is eight years post-op and a therapeutic practitioner who is passionate about making psychological support accessible to all. The Gastric Mindset podcast is out every Friday and can be found on all major podcast platforms. Okay, number six. So between now and when you're going to your event, when you get up in the morning, write down three things that you can appreciate about your body that are nothing to do with aesthetics. So really getting into that much more body neutral frame of mind, really being able to appreciate your body for what it can do now, appreciate its strength, its movement, its vitality, all the things that your body can do for you. And I know not everyone listening to this will have a completely functioning and able body and that can make it a lot more challenging. But for many of you listening, you will actually have a body that's functioning and is getting you through the day and is enabling you to do so many things. Now, I think focusing on body neutrality, focusing on what your body can do, it's not always gonna like magically change your desire to change the aesthetics about your body. However, you're starting to build um, a better body image, you're starting to take your focus in a different direction. And these can be kind of powerful mindset tools to shift away from always valuing your body on kind of how it looks or its weight or its size, etc. Number seven, remember that perfection is boring. You know, embrace your imperfections and realness. You know, ultimately as human beings, we love people that are authentic. We love people who are real. We love people who share the vulnerabilities. Actually, anyone who's a bit too perfect often comes across as a bit standoffish. And actually, I always think as a therapist, having worked with many people over the years, that when anyone kind of comes across as sort of too perfect on the outside, you probably realize that actually that person is having an internal struggle because of having to show up and be perfect all of the time is an awful lot of pressure. Um, it's driven by a kind of critical voice. It's driven by a lot of fear and uncertainty. So if someone really feels they have to be perfect and they have to have everything together and look perfect all the time, there's a lot of insecurity under that. Whereas actually, you know, embracing our imperfections and embracing our authenticity, that's what we love as humans. We love people who are real. So really remember that, okay? Let go of trying to be perfect. Number eight, 
have intentions for the evening or the evening or it could be a lunchtime couldn't it or it could be any time really but have intentions around your event around your eating and also alcohol intake okay so for example i guess as i would always say really good to be doing regular eating around the event you're going to it's not going to be very helpful to be really restrictive through the day and then you get somewhere and you haven't eaten much all day and then suddenly you start drinking alcohol you start eating and understandably you're going to be really vulnerable perhaps to losing control if you're struggling with your eating so make sure you're doing your regular eating around it make sure you kind of lined your stomach a bit if you're going to be drinking and then just think about in advance actually you know how would you like to kind of manage your eating and drinking over the evening okay so you might just want to like just think about this with some intention so think in advance actually you know for you what is a helpful amount of alcohol to be drinking if you want to drink at all that is because i think sometimes if we've given that a bit of thought in advance we can you know really operate from a place of self-care where we might get the kind of benefit of really enjoying having a drink but also we also kind of manage that around our disordered eating if we know it's a trigger so i think that is for many people um, and then also thinking you know maybe if you're going somewhere where there's a buffet and you're a bit scared about having the availability and all that food being available how you're going to manage that think in advance about how you would like to manage that think about managing your hunger and fullness Think about sort of standing in front of the buffet and thinking about the things that you really would like to eat and enjoy and then give yourself permission to enjoy those things, okay? And think about, you know, just feeling peaceful around eating. Recognize as well that you don't have to blow it, you know, um, you don't have to eat everything in sight because the food is suddenly available. You know, you can have some of these foods on other days, okay? You don't just have to like go for it today. So imagine yourself in advance feeling peaceful feeling content managing your eating sort of registering with your hunger and fullness and just think a little bit in advance how you're going to do that you know maybe you just need to take a little pause you need to kind of check in with yourself maybe you need to kind of take a little break for a few minutes before you kind of fill up your plate in between courses just to check in with yourself okay um, so just have a think about all of that because I think if we can set, set intentions and then also visualize how we'd like it to work out that can really help number nine enjoy it <laughs> okay so bring your energy your enthusiasm your love your connection and you know just really try to enjoy the event okay and think back to my earlier point you know about creating memories having that connection maybe feeling Christmassy and really focus on this okay because actually at the end of the day we don't really focus on other people's bodies massively when we are going to an event you know I'm thinking back to some of my best memories when I think about some of the best memories in my life with different people at different events the thing I always remember is how we felt the conversations we shared how we connected I can't remember like what I was wearing what they were wearing what the body size was so really hold that bigger vision, those deeper values, and remember what is really important. Okay, I hope you found this helpful. If you're not following me already, do seek me on Instagram at the eating disorder therapist underscore. And for further support with your relationship with food, do go to the eating disorder therapist.co.uk. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would be so grateful if you'd follow, rate, and review as it helps it reach so many more listeners. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon.